All right, so we'll get into the first topic of today's, uh, well, the first topic of the meat segment, uh, which is the riots in Ireland. Uh, so last week, a mass stabbing took place in Ireland, leaving three children and two adults in critical condition because it, it took place at a school. Uh, you can believe it. Really nasty shit. Now, the attacker is alleged, is alleged because I, I read through a couple sources, uh... I listened to the, the podcast Lotus Eaters talk about it. They claim that he was uh, an Algerian immigrant who was reportedly supposed to be deported back in 2003, which, if true, would explain the outrage surrounding the crime, although the articles I read didn't specifically mention his ethnicity or his background. So I'll put that out there as a sort of disclaimer. I do not have all the specific details on this, but I think that that, if true, that he was an Algerian immigrant, it would more likely explain why the riots happened, if that makes sense. Now, I don't know if it is true, because again, the, the news articles that I read to try to get more information on this did not mention his ethnicity. And they were very, very vague about who this man was, and honestly, it, it was hard to get, get a detail as to whether or not it was a man at all. <laughs> it was very strange, and they seemed more intent on uh, pooping on the rioters who uh, were upset about children getting stabbed. Uh, and I'll get into that in just a minute. But just a disclaimer here, we do not have all the facts on this story. But allegedly, he is an Algerian immigrant who was supposed to be deported back in 2003, but was allowed to stay. And as a result of that, f five people are in critical condition, three of which being children. Now, and again, if that is the true context of this situation, we can understand exactly how we got to where we are. Someone who wasn't supposed to be there committing a heinous crime after being allowed to stay for whatever reason. Like, if you if you came to the conclusion that he needed to be deported, I'm assuming that it was for a reason, and he was allowed to stay, and that decision by the the Irish government has led to this crisis here. Now, and of course that would mean that this would not have happened had the man been deported, or perhaps someone else would have done the crime in a different way, in a different time, but at that point it'd be a, a completely different crime. This crime specifically only happened because this man was not deported. Again, assuming that the information that I just went through was is true, that he's an Algerian immigrant. Now the Irish government in response has essentially blamed the public for the problem if you can believe it and i'm sure that those of you who are listening to this podcast are perfectly capable of believing that governments particularly those in europe and united states would do this because they would and they do <laughs> so they've essentially tried to make the public out to be the the, the bad guys here and it's it is gaslighting and manipulation on a degree that it, you'd think that you would have sort of a better media narrative to cover this up, you know, to get people to go along with this, but it's just so out in the open. It's so naked that it's sort of jarring to see. It's like, well, I expect you to try to manipulate me, but I didn't expect you to, you know, you, you put some effort into it. I mean, g give me a narrative. Give me, give me a juicy little uh, talking point to go off of, you know, hit, hit me with the talking points. Oh, you're, you're bigoted because you, you hate the immigrants. Oh, he, he was struggling for his family. You know, he, 
well, that kid stole some pocket change from him. <laughs> you know, give me <laughs> that's so petty. That's so wrong. But there's usually some sweet little narrative to go along with these to paper over the hard reality of what just happened. And you see it with with the with gun violence in the United States. It's all oh, it's the guns, it's the guns. See, this is why you have to get the guns away. And this is why we have to protect the schools. We, you don't want more children to die, so you have to give up your Second Amendment right. You know, there's usually a, a, a talking point that the normies can buy into attached to the response here. There's no, there's none of that. There is none of that. The Irish government is literally just blaming the public for the problem. Uh, they've even levied accusations of racism against their own people in response to the riots. Like uh, the police commissioner, he said, quote, they are disgraceful scenes. And he's talking about the rioters uh, burning down cars and flipping them. He said, quote, they are disgraceful scenes. We have a complete lunatic hooligan faction driven by far-right ideology engaged in serious violence, end quote. Now, what exactly is far-right about being outraged over a handful of people being stabbed, especially when three of them are children? Is that a, is being upset over grown adults harming children a far-right idea? Shoot, you're you might have a really good job as the executive sales officer for the far right. Far right incorporated wants to hear your ideas. You, you're, you're, you're the new head of marketing for the far right now. Because if that's a far right idea, don't be surprised if a lot of people end up being far right by that definition. But this is the best they've got. You're just gonna you're just gonna call everybody far right because they, they got upset about children being stabbed. I, I don't want to downplay the, the two adults that got stabbed because it was a woman and uh, I believe a man in his 40s. But I, I, again, I don't want to downplay those, but three kids got stabbed. That should never happen. Like it, it'd be one thing, but if it was between adults, right? It's one thing if it's between adults. We, we understand there's violence between adults. We understand it gets ugly in the real world. But the kids, people can't accept that. No rational person is going to sit there and accept that. So, and your response to the people who are going to express views similar to what I've just expressed to you, your response is just to call them far right. You haven't addressed anything. You haven't addressed a single concern. You haven't, you haven't apologized for for this happening you know the, the the usual oh i'm so sorry that this happened to you yada 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 you haven't said that you you're, you're just gonna insult me you're, you're just gonna insult me three kids get stabbed two adults and your reflex is to insult me the voter who puts you in power and not the criminal who did this not a word has been said about the criminal it's all about oh we we don't want uh hate to spread about migrants. We don't want anti-migrant hate. We, we don't want this far-right ideology to spread. Well, how do you think that ideology is gonna spread? If there are more crimes like this because you don't want to enforce the law? 
or if there are less crimes like this because you do enforce the law in which scenario is far-right ideology going to spread more because it given the fact that you have riots in your streets i'd say that the first scenario where you don't enforce the law and migrants who probably shouldn't have gotten into the country uh based off of any kind of background check it, it, by having them committing crimes and allowing them to commit these crimes allowing them into the country where they do commit these crimes later that seems to be the root of the problem if you don't want the the irish public going far right and starting to starting to build up some anti-immigrant views well perhaps you don't want to bring in violent immigrants and perhaps you don't want to bring in a hundred thousand uh immigrants into a country of what six million We'll look, we'll go ahead and look that up. That's a number that I've seen bounced around. Although I think some people are counting Northern Ireland and Ireland together. So we'll just go ahead and look up the population of Ireland, but I believe it is not that big at all. Fucking uh, population. We're doing a whole lot of, a whole lot of Google searches today. A lot of Google searches today. Uh, but I think it's worth it. Population of Ireland by itself is 5 million. 5 million. So 100,000 immigrants into a, a population of 5 million. Now, that's a lot of people. That is a, a lot, a lot of people for a country that size. Like, that'd be 20%, what is that, 5%? If it's 5 million, 500,000, 50,000, Every 50,000 would be 1% of 5 million. So you brought in 100,000 immigrants. That is, that's a whole 2% of your total population you've just immigrated in in an instant. That's a massive disproportionate, that's a massive proportion of people. That's a massive number of people, I should say, proportionate to your population. Maybe don't do that. If you don't want people to start developing views that are not so nice towards immigrants, like there, there's a lot of accountability that needs to be had, and someone who has, so let's say, an intention of bringing that accountability, and did bring that accountability, is Conor McGregor of all people, and it's it's really telling too that an Irish American had to take the Irish government to task because, you know, the Irish themselves didn't. But you know what? I'll, I'll just say like this. America is the China of the West. All right. We're the China of the West. And I think Brazil, either Brazil or Mexico will be our India, you know. But, the, you know, we're, we're just we're just influential like that. You know, I don't I do not consent to being involved in there. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Ideas, ideas will span across oceans. And that, uh, but I'll digress. Conor McGregor, he took to Twitter, or X as it's now called. He took to Twitter and he said this quote: "Blame anyone but themselves." Typical, worthless you are, Michael. Worthless and spineless. Ryan Castley called you all out last week, grieving the love of his life stolen 
by pawn scum. Nothing but waffle, nothing but waffle from you all since zero action. Everything from our lax border with gravy train benefits to our pitiful mental health services to our country in flames is on your watch and still no plan of action. Where is our plan of action? What are we going to do to ensure this stops happening? How are we going to ensure this ceases to continue in our country? Ireland is fed up with you and your type. We are not stopping here until real change is implemented. We need safety. We need security. We need leadership. As of now, we have none of the three. Shame on you and your type. End quote. Putting the blame where the blame goes. Now, I would say that... You know, uh, you are American, sir. <laughs> you are American, sir. But American Irish, look, you want to go fight for Ireland, you can do that in Ireland, right? But over here, you're American. Uh, that, that's, the, that's the only point of disagreement I have with him on this matter. Other than that, he's 100% right. Putting the blame where exactly where the blame goes. And of course, in exchange for this dose of accountability, the Irish government obviously opened up a criminal investigation into him. It's, it's just obvious. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. He gave them a tongue bath on Twitter, hit them with the verbal dagger, stabbed them five times, stabbed them about as many times as people got stabbed in Ireland, which led to these riots. Except it hurt them instead of the reg instead of the commoners, and it, it was it was verbal rather than physical so of course the politicians were hurt more than the people who were stabbed at that school so because they were hurt obviously conor mcgregor now has to be put on a watch list he's not a terrorist and he needs to be on a list to be put into jail you know that, that's how it works you know if you hurt our feelings you go to jail all right but if you stab our people you're a-okay in our books. Like, that's the message that the Irish government is sending here with the actions that they're doing. I don't think that that's so much intentional. I think they're just responding off of emotion and off of ideology. The ideology of we can't say anything bad about immigrants. If you have anything to say about it, you're white, you're wrong, you're racist, you know, ideology. We're not going to solve the problem by getting control of the border because that would be racist towards all the brown people of the world, the oppressed peoples of the world, you have to let them into your country. So ideology is one thing that's blocking them. And the other thing is emotion. He put the blame where the blame goes and he made them out to be trash. He, he, in no uncertain terms, he made them out to be trash and basically said they're derelict in their duty. And said that the, the deaths, well, actually, I'm not entirely sure the people who got stabbed died, so I won't say deaths, but that this incident, this stabbing, and the, the riots that resulted from it, all of this, he's saying, is your fault, Irish government. Your lack of attention to detail, your failure to do your job and keep Ireland safe 
your lack of a, a plan of action in his words and your the fact that you still have no plan of action to prevent this from happening again well this is your fault you're the one to blame why didn't you get the situation under control why do you have a hundred thousand immigrants in a place where they don't need to be why are you not enforcing the law why are you not protecting your citizens he put the blame exactly where the blame goes and called them out on every failure that they that they had leading up to this crisis. So of course they put them on a watch list. <laughs> I, I say a watch list, but they're, they, they're doing a criminal investigation into him. Uh, how they're gonna get him, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, he lives in the United States, cause that's where he works. Yeah, he he beats the fuck out of people for a living. I don't, I don't know what, what exactly they're hoping to achieve here, but probably just to keep him from coming back to Ireland. So. Conor McGregor has uh, unofficially been exiled from Ireland, uh, even though he hasn't been living there. But I'll digress. That is a terrible look. Because that's your response. Your response is not to solve the problem. Your response is to open up a criminal investigation to the guy who has accurately identified the problem and the root cause of it, which is you, the government, because you don't want to do your job. You are derelict in your duty, and that has led to a chain of events that brought us this mass stabbing. And instead of looking in the mirror, instead of doing some self-reflection, instead of, you know, doing a government reshuffle, you know, changing up the policies a little bit, getting control of the border, which is so unbelievably easy. Like, I just don't understand how countries like Britain and Ireland can even have immigration problems. Like... United States, we have a land border. Like, come on now. We can have illegal immigration. You people are an island. Get it together. <laughs> Get it to fucking together. I, I don't understand. I really don't. They want the problem. They want the problem. Okay. Here, it's our politicians want the problem as well. But at the very least, you can explain it away. Well, we can't, we can't measure and monitor all 2,000 miles of border. So of course we're gonna build the wall, and then we'll that won't be an issue. Granted, if we had the military on our border like it used to be, we, it wouldn't be an issue either. But you're an island. Get it together. Like you can stop this at any moment in time. We have to put effort in, okay? Like that wall is gonna cost money. We have to try to get this under control. You, you're an island. <laughs> I. I can't take these people seriously. I, I really can't. But yeah, instead of dealing with the problem, they want to open up a criminal investigation into the guy who has accurately identified the root cause of the problem and grilled them on what the proper response should be. Where is our plan of action? You have no plan. You have no plan of action. So I'm going to ask again, well, what is the plan of action? They don't know. And they have no intention of making one. That's the that's the signals being sent here with their response to call the rioters racist and bigot and uh, adherents of far right ideology because they got upset and really fucking mad about children getting stabbed. And then they want to open up a criminal investigation into the guy who uh, who called them out on Twitter. It, he didn't even show up and, and like punch him in the face and said, get your shit together. No, he. He gave them a tongue bath on Twitter. And for the crime, for the crime of embarrassing them on Twitter and ratioing them, he's now in the criminal investigation. 
It's like, where are your priorities? Well, wherever they are, it's clearly not on the people of Ireland. That much is self-evident. But my goodness. But yeah, Conor McGregor is 100% correct on all the points except for, you know, you're American. If you're going to be Irish, you can be Irish. But you, I, don't, I don't condone you being both. But at the very least, at the very least, look, he's not trying to drag America into the problem. You know, so, uh, look, I'm perfectly fine. He's not, he's not trying to drag us into the problems of Ireland. He's telling the Irish government to get it together. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Like, because you... So many other people, like you look at the Israel-Palestine, you look at Ukraine, uh, they're like, oh, what, what's America going to do to help me? How are you going to bail me out? No, 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 no. You look at you look at the Israel Sims and how they, oh, America needs to help Israel because Israel's an ally. And blah, 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 blah. If America doesn't help, then, then Israel's going to have to flatten Gaza, flatten half of Lebanon. They're going to have to wipe Iran off the face of the earth. It's like, okay, well, we just escalated to genocide. So... The wall, okay. Now that's what you get <laughs> with most other people when they start talking about a problem with their home country. When they, they, they go, what's America going to do about this? Conor McGregor didn't do that. And I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate that shit a lot. He went straight to the heart of the problem. You're the government of Ireland. You're responsible. You do it. So they put him under criminal investigation. <laughs> I just find that fact uh, c- comical. <laughs> Because that just screams that you have no ideas. That just screams you have no solutions. And above all, it's it really does scream that you have no intention of finding a solution to the problem. That you would rather shoot the messenger than to get than to get it together. It's it's comical. <laughs> it's it, it's literally a case of going from zero to a hundred real quick. And that's exactly what they did. And for no reason. He did. He literally did them no wrong. He literally did them no wrong, but he embarrassed them on social media, so now he's under criminal investigation. That's wild. But yeah, he's 100% right. 100% right. They're sitting there talking all this big talk and doing nothing. Not They have no plan of action. They have no solutions. They don't want to have solutions. They're not going to get new security. They're not going to get safety for their own citizens. And they don't have leadership. It's insane. Talk about putting the blame where the blame goes. Now, Ireland uh, is not going to be the first country to have these sorts of issues. I mean, we saw a couple months back with France damn near descending into a civil war when another race riot broke out between them and their immigrants. And you had roving bands of French people armed with any weapon they could get their hands on patrolling their neighborhoods to keep them from being burned down. France is going to be a very interesting case. It'll be a very interesting case. And again, Ireland will not be the first, is not the first and won't be the last. Because over the past few months, and I've seen it when I'm going over news to get uh, for the podcast, but I never really found a reason to report it because it seemed like a very mundane thing. But I suppose now would be a good time to bring it up. Uh, that there's been a lot of Quran burnings going on in Denmark and Norway. I'm not entirely sure about Norway, but I know Denmark and Sweden, they've been burning Korans. I think I think the other two, Finland and Norway, are, have also seen similar uh, events happen. But I know for a fact that it's been happening in Denmark and Sweden. It's been happening for months now, uh, particularly in Sweden, because they're, they're fed up. 
They're fed up with living with these people who don't want to assimilate, who don't want to assimilate. And then they're burning, now they're burning the Quran, the sort of symbol of the kinds of people that they've been allowing into their country. And I say kinds of people because it's uh, it's different peoples from across the Arab and Islamic world, but they're predominantly Muslim, predominantly Muslim, and they're burning the symbol of Islam, the Quran. Now, granted, I can only imagine that the Quran's sales must have gone up in order for this to happen. So at least the bookmakers, at least the bookmakers are getting off uh, with a, a buck or two. But yeah, this has been going on. So the fact that they're comfortable with doing that consistently over the course of months, and it has strained relations between uh, the Nordic countries and the Arab world, particularly with regards to Turkey and, and you know how Turkey's been sort of playing footsies with the idea of letting them into NATO. They left Finland in, now it's Sweden. And it's up to the, the Turkish parliament to approve that. And so Erdogan can say, oh, it's not in my hands anymore. <clears throat> but yeah, it's been straining relations there. So they're burning Qurans. France is getting into race riots that border on civil war. Germany, we'll see. Oh, we'll see. But the Poles have already decided that they weren't going to accept immigrants that weren't Christian and white. Uh, and that was an issue that the EU had with them back in like 2018, 2019, uh, that they've maintained. The Hungarians are obviously the, the ugly duck of the EU as far as the EU leadership is concerned, because they reject everything that the EU stands for. <laughs> Every policy idea that the EU has, the Hungarians run contrary to it, because the Hungarians aren't stupid. <laughs> But yeah, they, they've been a, uh, an unwanted child of the EU, if, if I have to make comparisons to how the EU views them. And then you had, and uh, ironically, they the EU was endorsing when Greece built that wall to stop the migrants from coming in, when Turkey decided that they were just going to open the floodgates. But yeah, and, and then you have Maloney winning in Italy. That was supposed to be a big deal. It turned out to be a bit of a dud. She'll probably be replaced with someone who does mean what they say. Or maybe they'll try their darndest to keep control of Italy. However they go. You have the, apparently the socialists losing big in Spain and someone else winning, although we'll see how that works with the coalition. But you, Allah, and, and then of course, Gert Wilders in the Netherlands with the Farmers Party. So a lot of more right-wing ideas, the far right, if you will, coming to power in Europe. And then the big one will be the United States, although that'll be for reasons independent of what we're seeing in Europe, although there will be people who go out of their way to make the comparison. I don't think it'll be a very apt one. But yeah, we're seeing this trend go. And as time goes on, as mass immigration continues, as the consequences of mass immigration make themselves known and very present in various societies throughout Europe, Britain, France, and now Ireland in particular, the repercussions are going to start reverberating not just within these societies, but outside into other societies. Because the riots in France carried over into Belgium, right? So the interweaving of the mass immigration problem will lead to an, a similarly interconnected reaction and a, a repulsion the sort of of the the local ethnic groups, the French, the Germans, the Italians, the British, the Irish, what have you, 
uh, rejecting mass immigration and rejecting a lot of the immigrants and probably going on a deporting spree too, especially once they see the United States do it, because <laughs> that's what Trump has promised to do. We're going to see this happen. Like Ireland is not the beginning and it is far from the end. And I think that the response of the Irish government is also not the first, and it will also not be the last government to behave in such a way to the demands of their people to get the situation under control. Ah, and but yeah, we're a lot of a lot of beef, a lot of beef being built up. I mean, a lot of these immigrants got real comfortable with shitting on the white people who own the countries that they moved to. And I'm using the term white as a sort of catch-all because outside of America, white doesn't really exist. It's Irish, Dutch, Germans, Russians, etc. But you can only get away with abusing the dominant ethnicity of your host country for so long. Now, the, the, the whites, for lack of a better term, are starting to put their foot down. And... I see mass deportations in the future. Now, people can't see it now, but that's because people don't understand that we are in times of great change. And I'll, I'll get into that great change stuff toward the end of the video. But alas, uh, that's Ireland for you. This segment was taken from my podcast, This Week in Geopolitics. I have new episodes every Monday, so if you like what you heard, consider giving me a follow. Thanks for listening, and... Hopefully I'll see you next time. Servus.